introduction. Citizen Whiskey Podcast. I can't do the faux store announcements that you were doing. That Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, this is the Citizen Whiskey Podcast. I am Steve. I am Drew. And tonight, today, whenever you're listening on to the Citizen Whiskey Podcast, uh, we're talking football. Ooh, NFL draft happened. Bob. And that's what we talk about. And it was for fun. an hour and a half. Which is shorter than normal. So we, we touch on a couple. We have a Florida story and talk a little bit in the last 10 minutes of other stuff, but this is football. Football heavy. Uh, to celebrate our football discussion, we are revisiting Glenn Fittich, 14-year-old malt whiskey. It's a solid. And we are drinking the Johnny Walker Special Edition Jane Walker Black Label uh, Blended Scotch Brought whiskey. to you by... Master Blender. Brought to you by Master Blender, Emma Walker. Thank so, you, Emma. Uh, so we had Jane Walker and Glenn Fittich tonight, and Drew even jumped onto some Jameson IPA cask mates. Yeah, I did. Toward the Hit end. Hit that there. a little bit. So football talk and booze. So, yeah. Oh, ball and booze. That's what we it do. Good. Uh, if you'd like to find us on the interwebs, you can hit us up at citizenwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com, citizenwhiskeysteve at gmail, and citizenwhiskeydrew at gmail. Yeah. Find us on Twitter at citizenwhiskey, at steve underscore whiskey, Jeez. excuse me, at drew That whiskey's whiskey. repeating on him. It's coming back. It's going to be a long night. No, it's all right. I'll drink a bunch of water here after you leave. <laughs> uh, so... Hit us up on social media. Send us an email if there's a story that you found out there in the ether that you would like us to talk about. That'd be a fun thing to do. Um, yeah. Or if there's a booze that you really enjoy that you would like to see if we could find and try on air, like let us know. Let us know. We'll see if we can source it and yeah. pick it up try and to find we'll it. try it. Um, again, all opinions on this podcast are brought to you by people with very elementary palates and knowledge of... Whiskey in general. Yeah. Of the whiskey making process. And I know that it's brown. So. And my tum tum. Let me it. just tell you. You know, there's that documentary on. It's on Netflix or Prime. The Golden Dream one? Yeah, The Golden Dream. Yeah. I've watched it three times. It's so good. And every time. I watched it just the other night. And every time I watch it, I'm watching it like a newborn baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my oh. God, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, like, didn't you just learn that the last time yeah, you watched it? Like, I, 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 was, I was literally asked that question. Yeah, that was on the last one. The only thing that bums me out is that the distillery that it take that they kind of center around for the most part is one of those island ones. Yeah, and so that you know that there's burning the fuck yeah, out of some. Paint I don't. And it's all but that's what but, people know, and yeah, they show well, I mean, the guy digging it. And, there's a certain palate that really enjoys that smoky whiskey, and like you watch Parks and Rec, like Ron Swanson drinks Lagavulin. Yeah, but which all, is all I can see Isla. is guys that smoke. Eight packs a day. Yeah, that's right. You need something strong and and thick, smelling and tasting to get through that. Yeah. So no, I every I've watched it. I watched it again. Like yeah, a, a golden dream ago. on Hulu, and I believe it's on. It's yeah, Netflix or Amazon. One I know two. it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu for sure. Um, I I've watched it. And I, I I feel like a little kid. I'm watching. So I'm so and the, plus the guy that they kind of centered around. Yeah. I just you, it's Jim hard not to love is. him. Yeah, I mean, a, just like that's who I want to be when I yeah. grow up. <laughs> I wish I wish I could change lives. 
and have his life. Yeah, because he's like, just like grew well, up then around I the just, distillery. Then this barrel maker decided to take me in as a barrel maker apprentice. That was my favorite part was that was he like, just kind of got into like every aspect of yeah. Scotch making. Like the he went whole from way. He went. He was shoveling fucking barley. Yeah. At first, and then, and then learned how to become a cooper, and okay, then yeah, cooper, learned, and then yeah, just learned everything. Hey, and then they were like, "Hey, do you want to learn this?" He's like, "Okay, sure." Hey, do you want to go to Japan? Sure. Yeah. Like, well, they literally were like, "We need someone to teach us how they make scotch," and they went, "Ask him." Yeah, ask that guy. He knows ask a lot. That fucking guy, because he knows more than anyone else. And then they bring his daughter on, and she was like, "Yeah, being his daughter was different." I mean, they flew in and picked me up on my birthday to fly us around on a helicopter yeah. and landed in our backyard. <laughs> Not your normal childhood. Nope. So. Yeah, that's a That's a high recommend, a golden dream on Hulu. Oh, uh, God. It's not anything gross. No. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's not a golden shower. It's a golden Don't dream. Don't confuse it. Don't Google it. If you're Donald Trump, this ain't about getting peed on by a Russian lady. Nope. It's about getting peed on by a Scottish whiskey. Pete in sure. your mouth? Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, whatever. I don't know. It's great. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, enjoy the podcast. Uh, coming up is the unofficial, unlicensed, uh, un- whatever. We haven't got a letter yet. We haven't got, yeah. <laughs> we haven't got a cease and desist yet. Citizen Whiskey podcast themed Have a Drink on Me by ACDZ. Enjoy. Enjoy it. Click, 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 boom. Yeah. Welcome to Citizen Whiskey Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Drew. And tonight, Drew's laughing already uh, at something. It's just some funny things. Uh, tonight uh, is going to be heavy on the NFL and football talk. So if you're not into that, you can listen to listen, listen to download and then delete it. Um, listen for about five minutes and then get rid of it until, you know. Just we just need the number on the tracker. Yep, that's it. Uh, but tonight we are revisiting uh, Glenn Fittich, 14-year-old barrel, bourbon barrel-aged whiskey. It's real good. Uh, scotch. And we have Jane Walker, a blend by Master Blend, Master Blender? Master Distiller? What are they called? Master Distiller. Uh, Emma Walker. So of the, of the Walker family, of the Walker family, uh, that she has a... Limited edition blend out this year for her. A little bit of a lady's touch on this one. Oh, it's still scotch, man. I know. No, no, no. It's not bad. No, it's perfect. I mean, she does a good job. Yeah, it's fan. Well, good. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there, but it's it is quite tasty. It ain't no fucking buffalo trace, that's for sure. <laughs> I still every time I hear people talking about like when they like Rogan has it on his podcast, like, like have you had that buffalo trace? Like, like, what are you guys drinking? Like, What's you're, different? You're rich. Yeah. Drink better. <laughs> Drink better, because that ain't good. No. You may as well just get a bottle of rich and rare, buddy. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same. Uh, yeah. So, lots of football talk. We'll probably bring up... We might even bring in some more whiskeys into this. We'll see. 
But we will do the, the typical tasting on the Jane Walker, and then we'll come back to a Glenn Fittich and tell you if it's still where we thought it was. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, football. Football. We got what, what happened this weekend, Steve? Uh, the NFL draft occurred. Yes, it did. It just finished today. Today is Saturday, uh, April 25th. <clears throat> and the draft started on Thursday night. And... Typically, we watch the draft, the opening night of the draft together, and do like a live-ish podcast. Have some drinks, watch the draft, react to the react picks. To, as they come in. Uh, Drew was um, not able to come. Nope. Over to record. Nope. And not able to even perhaps do a video. No, there was there was no way I could even do <laughs> not a even remote. a Zoom call. Yeah, yeah, there was no way I could do a remote a call. I couldn't even call into this one. <laughs> I, I was suffering from McGill's pop. Anybody's ever listened to Time Suck, Dan Cummins? Just go to the which one is it? The Donner Party. It's the Donner Party. Suck. Is it? Okay. And 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 just get to the part where he talks about McGill. I had to stop listening to the Kansas City Butcher one. I haven't finished it. Okay, I had to stop. Why? There's a lot of like butt stuff. Was there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't get very far into it. Intense butt drama. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. I had to stop. Hold on. I was like, okay, I'm good. This is I what, get it. This guy was a bad guy. This is why I hate <laughs> listening to that sometimes. Because you're listening to it when other people hear it? Oh, I got a, <laughs> I got a funny story. I should write this and send it in. Um, so when he was talking about, and he was like, oh, you look at the pictures. And I'm like, there's fucking pictures? Yeah. So I did. No. Why? Because I'm dumb. Yeah, you are. So, yeah. Oh, oh God. Get it all the way to the elbows, see? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a horrible... That guy. He died too old. Oh, God. But that's a great podcast. Check it out. Takes yeah. a little getting used to. It does. Like, you got to get through his... His, his cadence and his style is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But understand, the work is put into it. Yeah, it's a well-researched Yeah, I mean, pod. he puts... Yeah. I mean, it's... He pays people the research and like it's. Well, a, he puts in the work. Well, so too. does he. But, but I mean, like yeah. he has to. He has more his, of his is the performative. Like he has a staff to fucking make yeah. sure he's not wrong. Yeah. So uh, all right, so we're going to talk NFL draft first and foremost, and mostly uh, throughout this podcast, uh, we'll touch on like the we'll go we'll kind of go through what's what happened over the course of the draft. Uh, notable picks that we like, or just, you know, obviously we'll talk about Joe Burrow and stuff here at the top, but, um, let's, uh, we're both, we both got a couple of neat pours of Glenn Fittich here. Mm-hmm. So when we first did this one, let me go back through my notes. Um, and we both quite enjoyed it. This was a while ago. So we had, I'll look at, so we had, um, we got the Hatazaki back on February 27th with Buffalo Trace. Wow. And then I caught up because I had been doing the... Uh, the no, the, the whole 30, 30 day, the whole 30 bullshit. We had the whole 30, and so I caught up on Buffalo Trace the following week, and that's when we did Hancock's Reserve, or I, I did, finally. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot. This, we stopped some of that down there. Yeah, and we did the Caribou Crossing. Very pleasant. Very Canadian. Yep. Very kind. Very and polite. We did the seventeen ninety two. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. And then the Basil Hayden Dark Rye. Oh God, that was good. Still have some of that. That was good. Uh, we did the Noble Oak Double Oak Bourbon. That was a very good. We did that remotely. 
Um, yeah, then we did. So where is... God, I... Samantha had a nice big pour of that the other day. Did she? Or not the other day, but before I finished the bottle. Yeah. She probably had a two-finger. Damn. Yeah. She was like, Dad, can I have a drink? And I was like, yeah, what do you want? A glass of wine? She's like, do you have any whiskey? I was like, yeah. Well, oh, we need to yeah, talk. This was you. I must not have the notes on that. Shoot, maybe it was in my older notebook. Well, I guess we're not going to revisit those notes. That's too bad. Well, it's good. We both thought very highly of it. It was, we both thought it was quite sweet. Uh, oh, it's very sweet. It's got, so the, it's got the bourbon, it's a spay side, so that means that it's it's tends to be a little bit on the sweeter side of scotches anyway. Uh, we both kind of liked it. It does, definitely does have that nice, solid whiskey burn, nice, good scotch burn. Mm-hmm. But it finishes pretty nice and smooth, and it's got some really good caramel notes to it. it smells fucking wonderful. Yeah, it's great. If I could like make my house smell like this, yeah, I in a, like a diffuser, mm-hmm. just have that. Mm-hmm. For those of you who can't see, I just put my hands up. One. Yeah, it sits. It sits really well in the tongue. You get a burn, like when you swallow, and then it just like kind of. Mm-hmm. Coats and as the burn kind of fades away, like then you just get like caramely, <coughs> sugary goodness. That's mm. real good. Glenfiddich, fourteen-year bourbon barrel-aged Scotch. That's it's good stuff. It's going on the shelf. That's a good one. Yeah, I like it. It's it's and I, we noted the first time we had it, we both kind of agreed like you can't you can have like a glass of this, maybe two. Yeah, but you can't. You and, hit the third one, you're heading for a bad day. Yeah, because it's day. got a it's got a lot of sweet, a lot of sugar, but damn, it's so, good. It's a fine beverage, fine fine beverage. All right, so let's uh, get to the draft here. Okay, before we get started, yeah. So I always look at the undrafted guys, rookies, guys that get signed after the draft. They call them priority free agents because mm-hmm. once the draft's over, if you weren't if you're eligible to play in the NFL, you're eligible to sign with any team, right? So the New England Patriots today signed a defensive tackle out of William and Mary. Mm-hmm. His name is Bill Murray. Now, I thought it was funny. I was like, but obviously awesome. they've got tape on him. Yeah. He's a good player. The Jets signed a cornerback out of Nebraska named Lamar Jackson. Now, there's a good potential. In that front that, office. In that front office that somebody said there's, Lamar Jackson's available. And they went, what? what? The quarterback. The quarterback? Like, send him an offer. And he signed. Like, just for a split second. Yeah. It's le- it's a legitimate possibility. They said, oh, well, I got a cornerback, Lamar Jackson, on here. And someone went, quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Quarter- what did you say? <laughs> sign him. Yeah, send him an offer. <laughs> I mean, like, I said cornerback, CB. <laughs> yeah, CB. Like, not- CB radio. Like, oh. Is it good? Is it good? His name's Lamar. <laughs> I mean, they've they've got the same name, yeah. So they, they might, might be. be like literally, like that's like, that that was there's there there's is a, a distinct possibility. It's a non zero percent chance. That's for <laughs> yeah, sure. That's for sure. Um, all right. So anyone else on that list pop up that you noticed? Um, I, the Cowboys signed as many as they could. <laughs> uh, they have fifteen here listed. Jesus I mean, it's, Christ! Yeah. Well, the Eagles did the same fucking... It's like the Eagles saw that the, the Cowboys were doing it, and they're like, son, everybody. Yeah, that's true. We got a lot of guys from Montana. Nobody I, nobody stands out. Steven Montez, 
quarterback out of Colorado signed with uh, Washington. Right. Cam Sutton, that tight end out of Fresno, signed with the Panthers, which that's good because the Panthers needed at least one offensive player to come in. So, speaking of free agents, mm-hmm. so the draft came and went. Where are Jameis and Cam landing? One of them is going to New England. Yeah. Yeah, one of them, and I think it's going to be Cam. That's I keep I keep thinking that because it can't be it's not going to be Jameis because the turnovers and it's he's not smart enough. True. One of them. I don't has to. Where else could they go? I don't know where Jameis Winston is. I don't think I he might not end up anywhere. See, I've been thinking like if it's not if it didn't happen like within the last couple of days before the draft and then within maybe a day or two from now, where teams are like kind of went through the draft and figured stuff out. But like, so it's not Buffalo. Nope. It ain't Miami now. Nope. Unless it's a, like for a one and done deal. Like, let's, let's see, let have cam come in. I mean, if you, cause you're not going to play Tua, you'd be insane to play Tua this year. They would be negligent to play Tua this year. So you're either trotting out Fitzpatrick or you're going to bring someone else down to start. Yeah. Right. You would be, I mean, maybe toward the end of the season, like the last, yeah, but, like Mahomes did that one year. Do you want like the last Tua two games or something? Playing, learning behind a starter like Jameis Winston or Cam Newton, or would you have him rather learn behind Fitzpatrick, a I guy who's going to put him, in the work? I don't want him to learn behind Winston for sure. Maybe Cam. I don't know. Like I really, I'm sure. Cam Newton has to have like a pretty solid work ethic. Cam Newton loves Cam Newton. He does. But I'm sure he's in like Jameis Winston does not look like a quarterback anymore. No. I so but I'm assuming so Buffalo no. Miami no. New York no. Dallas no. The Giants? No. They love they're they they're still gonna like go with the Danny, Daniel, yeah. Danny Dimes. They still like Danny. Danny. Philly no. Nope. Washington, maybe still? Maybe. Washington's a wild card and everything. But Baltimore, no. Cincy, no. Cleveland, no. Pittsburgh, no. Chicago might land one of them. Well, no, they have to release one of their 10 tight oh, ends on the roster. Isn't Folsey there, though? Yeah, Folsey, Folsey there. went there, so no. Detroit, they have 10 tight ends on their roster now. Detroit, maybe. maybe. Like, that's a real slim But it's at backup money. But it, yeah, it's definitely for like five mil. Yeah, five. Green Bay, no. Minnesota, no. Houston, no. Indy, no. Jacksonville, maybe. Mm. Tennessee, no. Atlanta, no. Carolina can't go back. You know, I mean, Jameis could go there, I guess. You're giving up one for the other. It's yeah. It's six. New Orleans, no. Tampa, no. Denver, maybe. I mean, Drew Locke is their guy right now. Kansas City, no. Vegas, maybe. Chargers, no. Because they would have. They. They're. Maybe I guess Chargers. I could see Cam with the Chargers, but I think they're gonna throw. I think they're gonna throw that fucking Herbert kid to the Wolves. I hope it's so. A, it's a super Charger thing. I to hope do. so because he's fucking tall and not very good. Yeah, and they're gonna go two and fourteen and get another high pick. So he's not, he's not the he's Daniel fucking Jones again. Yeah, he's not a number six pick. The mm-hmm. kid is not a num. He's a second rounder at best, end of the first round guy. He's a project. So yeah, you get him at the end of the at the end of the first. So you get the fifth year option. So if he turns out that he's good, you got him at another year for for a cheaper price. So Arizona no, uh, Rams no because they are locked into Goff. And they signed ever. and they signed two free agent quarterbacks. 
That's all they signed. Yeah. San Francisco has a very tiny window. Uh, no. And Seattle, no. Nope, not Seattle. So at best, there's like Miami, eh. New York, eh. Washington, maybe. I don't see it. New England, yeah. I mean, that's a potential. Detroit. New England, yes. I'm just trying to get how many possibilities. Six, Jacksonville. maybe seven teams. Chargers. So at like seven possible landing places, and four of them are like maybe super slim chances. So yeah, I don't know. Like I, the more time elapses, uh, I keep thinking like one of them is just waiting to see if someone gets hurt. Yeah, I. Coming in, they're like, I hope. Well, fuck. I hope someone twists a knee in training camp whenever training camp starts, and I can slide in for like emergency ten million dollars or something. All right. Um. Yeah. I'm just. I'm getting real curious as to where those two are going to end up. I think one of them is in. I think one of them for sure. Is in New England. And it seems more Cam's territory. Seems like he seemed. I I think Belichick will look at it and say, "Okay, I he follows my rules. Mm-hmm. He'll be successful." Yeah, and that's. I mean, he could just. Sh- I mean, you could just go into a, a film room and show Cam, like this is footage from you before your Super Bowl appearance. Look at you. You're pretty good. Look at look at you. This is after. The Denver Broncos it broke you. Broke your insides. They did your your brain and just body, just broken. You, you ain't that, you ain't that good. It's like I can use you though, and I can turn this into a. You will win. Mm-hmm. You will be a successful quarterback, and people will chant your name. I need you for two years. You sign a th- a two year with like a third and fourth option or something. That's for eight million a year. We'll let you go after two. Yeah, this is my plan. You will hit the you will hit the market still re- reinvigorated still and young your, enough to sign a, a another max. big deal. Yep. Like, but you have to listen to me. Like, you don't go off script, and I can make this work. Like, uh, I was whenever I was watching with the the lady friend, and she. You know, I'd say, you know, here comes a New England picks. New England picks a linebacker or something. I was like, eh, makes sense. And she's like, why? And I'm like, New England has a very interesting defensive <laughs> philosophy. You are used for your specific traits. If you are a good, if you have a good, like, first step with your right and you have a good like outside swim move. They'll find he will find 17 plays to use you in. Yeah, and and like, put you up against guys who don't do well yeah, against, against that, that move. And, and then next week you might not play. Yep. Like in not in all positions, obviously they have guys that are in there every single game and all that, but like they have some plug and play guys <laughs> like oh, he sees something on tape where this guy is going to have an advantage. All right. So let's start talking. Round one. Pick one. Round one. The number one overall pick, Joe Burrow, LSU quarterback, okay, of, to the Cincinnati Bengals. Of all the number one picks, number one overall pick as quarterbacks you've seen in the last, say, five, six years, 
where does this one rank as your comfort level with like, yeah, that was the right pick? Uh, it's right up there with like Andrew Luck. Yeah. Matt Ryan. Yeah, I like, agree. Like you saw them play in college and you went, oh, this is a man playing with children. Yep. It's the right pick. Yeah, it was perfect. Like, I don't, like, don't tell me, like, well, it was only that one year. But, like, yeah, but it was one year in the hardest division in football, and he fucking torched It was that the best season, college football season ever played by a quarterback. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Hands down. No one's ever had a better Against year. Against the hardest competition. Like, Against hands down. NFL players. Best. And, and for a team that's looking to, like, start a rebuilding process, I know they have Andy Dalton. I still really think they should... Keep Joe, like, let Joe sit for the first four weeks or so. I think so, too. Like, at least a chunk of the season. And let Andy kind of show him, like, okay, this is game day, baby. This is, like, how we warm up. Like This remember, is how like, you do it. Or whenever their bye is. You know, like, after the bye, you're, I'm stepping back. I understand that. Like, that's just the nature of the game. I'll move on to another team after this year. But, like, this year, until week five, you're watching me. He threw... For 5,671 yards last in year. In college. In college. In, in a season, in 15 games. Mm-hmm. He threw 60 touchdowns. Yeah. That's four a game against how many picks? Yeah. Six. Yeah. Six. He's, he's, got, uh, he's got like every throw in the bag. I don't. And he's sneaky athletic. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's not, he's not shitty at. Um, so yeah, Cincinnati, they, I mean, they sent him the welcome letter the day before. Like, yeah, I mean, like it was not a secret. Here's your game. Here's your playbook. (laughs) Start learning. You got this. All right. Uh, so then the Washington professional football team pick number two. Was this a surprise to you? No, no, this is the pick chase young. If, if any other year, the top pick doesn't need a quarterback. This is, he's he's going first. Chase young is, is a man. He is like how everyone touts like the greatness of the Bosa brothers. Mm-hmm. Chase Young's better, yeah, and it and it, he might be a lot better. Yep, he might be Hall of Fame level. Yeah, he's six five. I mean, I think he might be a little heavier than this. They say two sixty four. He's not two sixty. I think he's, he's about two seventy five. He's a little bit bigger, but six five, two sixty four is what he reported. This would probably be his combine weight, and. So damn near 300 pounds yep. with pads on and shit. Mm-hmm. He looks like a the perfect human. Yeah. Like proportioned oh, like It's like they it's like it, you if you could sculpt him. There ain't there's like 4 ounces of fat on his body and, and the rest 3 is, of those ounces are in his cheeks. Like. Yeah, and the rest <laughs> is just quick twitch muscle. Yeah, he's a a monster and he's going to be rad. And I just I think he's really, going to be really good. I'm really sad he's I mean Washington. it's sad that he well, we're, I'm going to have to play him twice a year. Yeah, you are. Oof. But get ready for double and triple teams. Well, that's who else they got. Mm-hmm. It is real sad that he's in Washington. We'll put two offensive linemen on him and then put a back in there to chip him. Yeah. When he gets through them. It'll so be fine. Watching the draft, I thought this pick here Detroit at number three would I thought this was the one that might I thought they were trading down I really yeah did. I thought they were going to trade out of this and somebody was going to trade up to go after him to a tour yeah yeah I really it's thought not Herbert I I like Jeff Akuda yeah but 
I've always is struggled the, with cornerbacks this high. A third, a th- at as three, as a third, third round overall. At third overall, I know. I this if isn't this isn't where you go. I mean, if he gives you seven years as lockdown, like Revis Island level, it's worth it. It's worth it. He's for not sure. Gonna. He like take like literally take away their best receiving weapon. Cool, but. Then he's worth it. Then he's worth it. But it's like this is a a gamble for this high of a pick. I thought they were going to draft. I thought they were going to trade down. Um, and then this, I mean, you could have written offensive line for the next pick in stone given the Giants' struggles. I was, I was not. I was like, they're taking a test. Whoever the best lineman I, is. I did not think they would pick him. I thought it would be Will Wills out of Alabama. I did too. I was surprised Will's lasted as long as he did. I, that's we'll who I thought later. he was going to. I was almost a hundred percent sure. I yeah. like. I even told Samantha when I was sitting there watching. I was like, "Oh, the next pick is Will's." Yeah. Um, or I, Be- I thought. Well, I thought Will's or Beckton would go first. But I did not Thomas, think Andrew but... Thomas would, but I mean, still six five well, three fifteen. Yeah, he's a big kid, and he's going to be. He's. They need help. Yeah, he can play. Whatever. Yeah, like, just put him on the line. You could have penciled in. But offensive <laughs> lineman, yeah. yeah, for the Giants because they were just. Are you picking offensive line? They were yeah, so <laughs> you know, yeah. bad last year. Gettleman's like, we'll trade out of it, and like, no, just go ahead and take your lineman. Uh, and then pick five. I, this I love this pick. Tua, I love this pick. Um, Tua Tagovailoa, he. Uh, I love this pick. If he's healthy, I want him to be because he's, he's fun and he's accurate, ac- and, super accurate, and. What did he complete? Seventy six percent of his pass. Seventy six. I don't care that it's college football. So, keep in mind. So the Dolphins now have Tua, Fitzpatrick, <laughs> Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. <laughs> that fucking guy went to the Cardinals. Number. What did he go? Five. Who? R- Rosen. Yeah. Six. No, no, he didn't go that Seven? high. I thought he was twelve. I can't remember. I'll look it up. Okay. So Rosen, a couple years ago, got picked in Arizona, first rounder, talked like all sorts of shit, like all those teams are going to be sorry they skipped me. This guy's built like a triangle. His shoulders... Tenth. Tenth overall. Okay. So his... (laughs) Look at him. You look at... He looks slight. (laughs) He goes, head... Pyramid. <laughs> his shoulders yeah. just sag. His shoulder pads, I don't even know if they stay on. Oh. But so he, he played in Arizona for one year. Then he gets bounced to Miami. In exchange for the 62nd pick. He couldn't beat out Ryan Fitzpatrick on a team that was, at the beginning of the year, clearly not trying to win very hard. No, they were, they were, they were trying to... Not... And then, so... You couldn't say, well, clearly they want Fitzpatrick out there because he's worse. And they don't want to put Rosen in. And then later on in the year when it was clear that Miami was like, fuck it. Let's just try to do something here. And they started playing hard. You know who stayed in there? Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. (laughs) So they did not want Rosen anywhere near throwing the ball. The football field. There's got to be a reason. And that poor kid is. He's not good at quarterback. Go start coaching high school now. Just like it. Thanks for that rookie contract Thanks, and buddy. the signing bonus and stuff. It was all great. I'm going to go hey, coach. FYI, just so you know, at the end of this whole thing, he's going to walk away with $17.5 mm-hmm. 
He's fine. He's a smart kid. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. No, he's got a head he's got a head start in life that few people get. Yeah, he's going to be fine. Um he's not good. But so Tua, if if healthy and I, again, I if they play him a down before week 14, 15? Yeah. They're going to be a, a it's shit criminal. team. Yeah. They, they did do a good job. They drafted a bunch of linemen. They got, you know, they didn't try to give them weapons right off. They built, right. cause you know, they are this, in rebuilding this year. Isn't the year next year is the year you want guys who are line offensive linemen that have played. Yeah. You want this dude. If you're going to invest this much in a quarterback, you don't want to throw him out there week one like this, especially with his injury history. That coach should be fired if that's what happens. Yeah. So rest to a don't play. Give him a year to learn and be healthy. All right. And then we keep on going. That's six foot six, 236 pounds out of the University of Oregon. Justin Herbert. So the Chargers picked Justin Herbert. Sorry, I had to do it. This is the worst fucking pick. I I was sitting there like and I keep listening to the talking heads. And I was like, just play Tyrod. Play Tyrod. Why don't they? I, one I of the don't guys, understand why people shit on him so hard. One of the guys I work with, he's, he's uh, this kid I work with, he's 19. Or, mm-hmm. And he's like, why does Tyrod Taylor get shit on everywhere he goes? I don't know. He asked me that question today. Yeah. He was like, why does he get shit on every? He's good. When he, his last full season in Buffalo took him to the playoffs. Yeah. Took him to the playoffs. Like, doesn't, isn't razzle-dazzle. He doesn't lose you games. He throws for about 250, like 250 yards. He'll throw you a touchdown or two, and he doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah. And he'll run for 50 yards. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not elite, but he ain't bad. He ain't going to lose you the games. You play, and so instead of taking Herbert here, you, fuck that. You can pick up his caliber of quarterback later like in the next draft next year as a starting quarterback with it with okay so he started for what three years in buffalo roughly two, yeah. two and a half yeah most interceptions he threw 11 six jesus against 20 touchdowns yeah yeah he's That's accurate he takes care of the ball he's not gonna lose you the game yeah so you play tyrod here and instead you take O-line, D-line. You take the best O-line or defensive lineman here. Yeah. You rebuild. You win the trench warfare. You you get a flashy guy later. Like, they could have waited. They could have picked in the second round. They could have picked up a quarterback. They could have picked up Fromm. In the fucking fourth round, they could have picked up Fromm. I'm looking at everything. And it's... Like, it makes no sense. So the Chargers, they unless I'm completely wrong about Herbert, and maybe You're I am. You're not. But... They they fucked up. You're not wrong. Um, the Panthers got a hell of a fucking defensive tackle. Yeah, they did. Brown at seven, it's real good at football. He's a he's a monster. He's by a the way, home wrecking like six not in like five, a domestic six violence. Six foot five, like, three twenty six. He's like Kool Aid Man level home wrecker. He's coming through your wall. If this guy wasn't an evil monster, he'd be on the offensive line on the left side protecting the quarterback. Yeah, this dude is. <laughs> As a as 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 he's the real. number seven pick in the draft. Yeah, he's super good. And then 
Arizona. Goddamn, this is a picks good pick. up fucking Isaiah this Simmons guy's out of Clemson not, at this, eight. This guy doesn't. This guy isn't real. He, if you watch him play, it looks wrong. Yeah, everything about his play, those the, the highlights you watch, it's like what? How Isaiah Simmons linebacker? He disappears and reappears tackling guys. <laughs> he will run down. He'll start a playoff on like the left side of the line. And it will be like a jet sweep to the right, and he and will chase it's still a two yard loss guy down. Like he's he's a monster. It's really fun to watch him. Arizona is going to be real interesting to keep an eye on the next year and the year after. Yeah. By the way, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, did you see his house? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> that was a super hard flex. Yeah. You well, yeah, but I mean, you you see the house. I mean, you see yeah. it, and it's like, yeah, doing all right. Yeah, like he's living. You're, you're real estate ain't that much down here, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> I get paid like seven million a year. Yeah, you're a single guy. You have nothing. Yeah, did you see what uh, the honey badger said? Uh-uh. No wonder they couldn't pay me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, Panthers or no, the Jags. Uh, Jaguars at nine pick up C.J. Henderson. Okay, he's fine. fine. He's good, but again, I. I hesitate on cornerbacks in the top 10, especially and especially when there are players who are better Yep, available, especially much like the following two players, two offensive tackles. Yeah. Which are uh, both, I think better players and safer picks and yeah. the Becton kid. Are you fucking kidding me? He's, he's a, f- almost 400 pounds. He, yeah. And he's six foot. Seven. He will blow people. He's going to murder. He's people. a monster. Yeah. Uh, number 10 to the Browns, Jedrick Wills out of Alabama. I like the pick. He's, I, yeah, I thought he was the best offensive lineman in this draft, but whatever. Yeah, so did I. 10 and Browns are real happy. And then Makai Becton out of Louisville, another offensive lineman to the Jets. <laughs> Goddamn monster. At 11. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, the Jets. A, Baker just got, he got real happy. Yeah. And Sam Darnold got real happy that mm-hmm. he's going to have a lot longer to grip that ball yeah. and try to and get rid make of bad it. decisions. Yeah. Both of them. Actually, I think Baker will be better this year, a lot better if they can get rid of Odell. No, nah, they're not. I know, and that's the Odell Baker. Hey, as long good. as they feed him the ball, and he's and he gets the ball, this is a good year. Yeah, I think I think Baker will be much better this year. And ever if you've listened to me talk about football, I fucking hate Baker. Maybe. I know. Actually, I don't hate Baker Mayfield. I just hate the... I'm glad that the sheen... Baker, Baker, the touchdown maker? Yeah, I'm glad that... I hated the He's rolling hype. in the dough! Yeah, I hated the hype. I didn't really hate him. The hype was, A, not warranted he, and not deserved. What did he come in feeling? Dangerous? Yeah. <laughs> and Drew and Jordan, he became their favorite fucking player for a while. And, like, all the talking heads, like, the ringer... Did like a whole week on the Browns and how great they're going to be. They were not. And I was flying a flag of they will suck. Baker isn't that good. And this last football season? Okay, we can. Prove Steve right. Thank you. But this year I'm telling you he's going to bounce back with probably roughly 30 touchdowns and maybe 10 interceptions. I hope so. It'd be great. They're going to simplify that offense. It's the ball is going to, the reads. They better. Are going to be faster. The ball is going to come out quicker, and Nick Chubb is going to be running the ball a lot. A lot. And Cream Hunt is going to be there to do it again, do it and too. 
probably get arrested for you know beating up a woman. No, you can only get arrested once. <laughs> Double jeopardy. That's right, what he so thinks. I'm just going to read our text exchange. The moment that Mackay Becton came off the off <laughs> off the what's the term I'm looking for? Off the board. Yeah, off the board. And it's funny because we knew exactly who this pick was. So Mackay Becton gets taken by the Jets. And the screen changes. The Raiders are on the clock. I text Drew that very moment, that millisecond. Raiders going speed here. You said, yes, it's the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I said, Rugs. You said, yep. I said, or Judy. And you said, the fastest one. Yep. And I said, of course. <laughs> and then, guess what? <laughs> Henry Ruggs third comes off the board he, because he's real fast. He's 5'11", 188 pounds, by the way. If you know the history of the Raiders, they have a history of fast. taking whoever the fastest person is regardless of position. Remember their receiver, was it John Jett? Yeah. He was fast, but his name sounded fast? Yeah. And it was like, oh, he's double he's fast. He's double fast. He's the best. That was like an Al Davis special. And then according to Larry Brown Sports. James Jett. James Jett, yeah. Yep. Uh, Mark Davis, uh, Al Davis's son. Mark Davis says Father Al would have loved the Henry Ruggs pick. Like nothing truer. Has nope. ever been spoken. Nope, no words have ever been said. Um, especially since there were two better receiving prospects at, you know, at that spot. Um, I really didn't oh. like the ESPN coverage when they said I can't. I don't. It might have been Booger. I don't want to attribute to him because I think he's not good at this. But someone said that they're. They took rugs because they're competing with Tyreek Hill and the Chiefs twice a year. Yeah. Rugs has nothing to do with how they compete against Tyreek Hill. No. If you're competing against Tyreek Hill and you want to take someone to try to take that off the off the table. Get a fast defensive back. You get a fast cornerback or safety or someone who can like you get a heavy hitter who's going to hit Tyree Kill a couple times and coming out of him. safety and being like, "Oh, fuck. be like, you come this way again, I'm going to hit you." Hard. Hey, man, don't don't throw me the ball on this one. Or you get a dude who's really fast and can hang with him. Hey, I just want to throw this in well, there. Um, James Jet, he was super fast, yeah. super fast. 1997, mm-hmm. 101 targets. Guess how many catches? 101 targets. Fifty-seven, forty-six. Ooh. <laughs> God, that's real, real bad. Who was their QB back then? Um, look, efforting, efforting. Oh, it's taking a second. So, yeah, come on. Who would that have been? Um, so that's they were in Oakland at the time. They, Ninety-seven. They finished four and twelve. Was fucking. George wasn't still back there like a 40-year-old, was he? Hold on. All right. Well, anyway, while you're looking that up. Joe Bugle was the head coach. (laughs) Jeff George. It was Jeff George. So some of those balls were sailing. Yeah, but but he was fast, so he could catch up to him. That's true. Because George had an arm. Um, God, running back was Napoleon Kaufman. Oh, they had Tim Brown on that team. Ricky Dudley. Oh, Ricky Dudley. God damn. Um, So... So, like, we'll start going through here. I Sorry. think the next... I digress. 
We'll make no, these we'll, quick. we'll speed these Nobody up. Nobody cares about Tristan Whitworths. Tampa Bay picked an offensive lineman to protect Tom Brady because Tom Brady's 4,000 years old. And, and he asked them, can you get some linemen in here? And, hey, and they said yes. Everyone who's fanning the flames on Tampa Bay this year, Pump settle the, the fuck down. He's not a miracle worker. Settle the fuck down. You might win 10. Uh, yeah, they're a 9 or 10 win team. Yeah, you're not going to the Super Bowl. They're not. No. Because by the time the Super like by the time the playoffs rolls around, you know who's going to be really tired and hurt? Tom, Tom Brady. Fucking Brady. And Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. Uh, it's, you don't get... You're not getting... Your knees and back don't heal miraculously. You're not getting eight years ago, Tom Brady no. and Rob Gronkowski. You're no. getting 40-year-old and how many years in the league, Gronkowski? Ten? Yeah. So you're getting old guys. Broken? Yeah. Um, you're getting... Think of it this way. You're getting Jerry Rice with the Seahawks. They're going to come out of the gate hot. They're going to be four straight, five straight, maybe oh, yeah. six. Yeah. And then the fucking wheels are going to come off mm-hmm. that cart. Just, just pump the brake. Yeah, settle. Tom Brady's the goat. No one's going to argue that. But no, he he's is doing the... what Montana did and Favre did. Uh, and so, uh, San Francisco's defense got better. They got Javon Kinlaw. Yeah, they did. Uh, the Denver Broncos got Jerry Judy. Good. I still don't know who's going to be throwing him the ball. Good job, though, because he's no, that's a, a good, good receiver. That's a really good... I think com- he's the best receiver in the draft. To compare with... to Or to put Sutton and him on the same field is yeah. a really good choice. Really you nice. just have to have a person who can... Get him the ball. Throw the ball to them. They're not real good at picking those guys. The so. bad at quarterbacks. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't go for Herbert, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, he was already gone. Well, yeah, but I'd trade but he up. He was super tall. I'd trade up like, we yeah. need that Herbert kid. Man. Gotta get him. He's so tall. John, we've done this every year. <laughs> not... Peyton Manning was tall. We get it. But tall doesn't mean success. It does, though. Look at the numbers. Look, we you, are. Peyton was our, was our last tallest one. Like, what about Brock? I don't choose to think about Brock. Also. No one does. He works at... Well, he doesn't work. Like, he doesn't work anymore. He's a retired wealthy man. Well, actually, I think he's still on a roster. Yeah, I think he's still. Uh, AJ Terrell, cornerback. Oh, this next Hawks. pick, man. I, that was terrible. This... The Hawks taking Terrell there, I don't understand. I don't it. Really get it. They had other needs that should have been yeah. addressed there, but whatever. This broke my heart. I love C.D. Lamb. Me too. I love fucking C.D. Lamb. It it kills me. And he went to the Cowboys. They got richer. Yeah. They got to they got to make a, a pick that they can't fu- they can't fuck this up. Yeah. This is an unfucked up pick because he's the three. Yeah. On that team right now. Yeah. Which means you have to deal with. Possibly a good Amari Cooper. Yeah. No, good. He's good in that well, system. Yeah. Michael Gallup, who had a breakout season. Mm-hmm. And then you put a guy who, oh, wait, I just get to go run around out here the against yeah. the third guy, your nickel? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. I'm going to make the Pro Bowl. <laughs> they are going to go three wide. All the every, time. T- every down. Yeah. And if they don't, well, I guess not every down. They have to give those guys a, a They might just go for it on fourth, because what still, are you going to do? Um. Yeah, this is a rad pick. I love C.D. Lamb, and it hurts my heart that he went to the Dallas And he catches everything. Uh, Austin Jackson, another uh, offensive lineman to the Dolphins. Good job. Build that line. Protect. Get that line built up. This is a bullshit pick. The Raiders (laughs) fuck this up. They fuck up. Traded up to to pick this guy. To take Damon Arnett, who... Have you heard anything about him? 
You know was, what his benefit was? He was projected by some to be in the third round. Do you know what? He, you know what? You know his grade. I mean, he benefited from Jeff Okuda. Yeah, because he was taking on the second guy. Yeah. His overall rank, as far as drafting goes, uh, by ESPN was fifty-eight. They graded him. Pick, okay, this is pick nineteen. But they graded him. His grade is an eighty. Yeah, the pick before him. CD or Austin Jackson? Oh, offensive lineman. Sure. You can't grade offensive lineman high. 84. Right. Oops, CD sorry, Lamb microphone. graded a 92, 94. Yep. You don't pick a guy who grades an 80. The pick right after him, Chase on, 90. Yeah. There you go. Pick that guy. Outside linebacker. You know what isn't a bad idea to have on the Raiders team? An outside linebacker because you know what they're bad at? Defense. Yeah, defense. So. But they picked, well, they're, we'll get into that later. They're super bad at this. That's the first team in forever. All right. So uh, I, I don't want to talk about it. We talked about the Jags getting Clavon Chase on, and I, the Eagles picked um, a mistake. Jalen Rager. Rager. And uh, 5'11, 206 out of TCU. He's quick. He's, he's small and fast. Yep. He's short arms. Um, the very so let's look at these two picks. So you're uh, like according to ESPN, position rank ninth, ninth wide receiver, fifty third overall grade, eighty two, eighty two, in the first round. Then pick next pick twenty two to the Minnesota the, Vikings. The correct pick for the Eagles, Justin is Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, six one two zero two out of LSU. Position rank four, <laughs> overall rank. 14, Teen. grade 91. 91. This is the pick you should have made. He's bigger, stronger, faster. faster. <laughs> um, you know, better at football than the guy you picked. Also, uh, FYI, led the NCAA in receiving this year, yep. this last year. Yeah, because Joe Burrow was just like, this guy is good. I'll throw to this fucking guy. It was, it was like video game. Yeah. I throw to that guy. Who do you throw to? That guy. Why? Because he catches it every time. Yep. Chargers, actually, this is a good pick for them. Inside linebacker, yeah. they needed help there. Cool. I didn't know a lot about Kenneth Murray. I watched some tape like right after the pick while we were on the draft, and I was like, oh, okay, that's good. He's good. I like okay. him. Good pick. I, so, I like this pick. I like it. It's fine. No, this is the pick you should have made. It's fine. So the, the Saints are up at 24. I'm sitting, watch, I'm looking at two guys. I was like, Oh my God, Patrick Queen is still available and McKinley is still available. The safety from Alabama. Yeah. Who ended up going in round two. But I was like, please, Patrick Queen, we need linebacker help. We need fucking ravage, fast linebacker help. You mean the number one overall inside linebacker? And then I just like, I like McKinley. I like, I, I like having a guy, a safety. Well, I want a safety I can trust, mainly because of nightmares about the Houston game where we let Stefan Diggs catch the ball in this run. Um, yeah, but you made, tried to make a tackle. We sure did turn our head away from the tackle and look away. <laughs> but instead, at pick 24, uh, we picked Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan. I like the pick, Center, man. who can also play either of the guard spots. So, And I didn't realize it's this. not sexy, but... God damn, is it logical? Yeah, Max Unger wasn't a good... You know, people thought that was a... Oh, that's not a sexy pick for the Seahawks. Oh, wait. He was good for the Seahawks and yeah. good for your team. Yeah. No, it's... 
It's fine. It's I hey, think it's a good pick. Alvin Kamara's happy. I'm not Drew knocking is happy. anybody who picks offensive linemen no. in the first round because you're doing you're trying to. Protect. I just wanted the the fancy. I I really wanted to see Patrick Queen or McKinley there because it would be like, ooh, our defense is kind of good. Yeah, but it's not savage. I just his arms are super long too. Yeah, which I guess for center is like uh, pick twenty five. The Niners traded up to take Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. Fine. Okay. Um, they're filling in. They're replacing Emmanuel Sanders, who came to my team. So well, and they're also and who who did they just trade? The Niners just traded somebody today. Oh, uh, Goodwin. Goodwin. Got oh, him. to me. Yep, to you. Yeah, not to me, but to the Eagles. Yeah, to the Eagles, which is good. We and then that in the we realized we made a bad decision. Pick twenty six in the buttfuckery of <laughs> all buttfuckery. The Green Bay Packers trade up. <laughs> To 26 to take, not help for Aaron Rodgers, just his eventual replacement in Jordan Love. As they did uh, many years ago. years ago, like, like almost to the day. Yeah, it's, it's almost like it's the same. If, if, there was a, if there was a green room at the draft, Jordan Love would have been sitting back there. Yeah. Tears in his eyes oh, yeah. until Green Bay picked him. And so... Oh. You know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to do the outward, like, diplomatic thing. Like, I totally understand whatever, like, but you know he Inside, is he's like, are you fucking, fucking kidding me, guys? Amazingly pissed yeah. off right now. And he's, he's known to hold a grudge. Because he's said publicly, like, it would be great to draft some help. Mm-hmm. Like, I have Devontae Adams, and then I have Aaron Jones behind me, and that's, that's it. it. Like the all Scantling, um, who are the other fucking guys on that team? Uh, Valdez Scantling, what's um, fuck, I can't remember all their whatever. All of their wide receivers are like fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, yeah. seventh round. Like they're always like really low round draft picks, and they fucked them again because mm-hmm. this was a heavy wide receiver draft, and they could have gotten something, anything. Like go get an offensive lineman, get him help. Protect him or give him weapons. Do one of the two things. Um, yeah, so Green Bay, fucking their own players. Good job. Uh, Seahawks, outside linebacker, and then goddamn Ravens got Patrick Queen at LSU. Yeah, uh, add, to the, add to that defense. It's already pretty good. Ravens are scary. scary pretty good scary, football. Scary, scary. Uh, then you get Isaiah Washington, Isaiah Wilson to out of Georgia to the Titans. Fine, offensive tackle. Uh, Noah Ibnagheni, Ibnagi. I can't say his name. Uh, to the Dolphins, cornerback. Sure, this late in the draft, this late is fine. This is when you should take cornerbacks. Um, Vikings trade here. They get Jeff Gladney, uh, cornerback again. This is. Where you take them. And this next pick, this is awesome. Uh, and then the Chiefs. Because you just added something oh, special. A fucking switchblade. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Chiefs, last pick of the first round, pick 32, pick up Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at a LSU. It's just He's real good at football. He just can do everything and when you at have, the running back position. And when you have that much speed on your team, and then you put him in, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, shit, which one do we guard? And they're like, Pat, find the open one. What yeah. do you mean? Which one? One of them will be open. One of them will be there. 
I thought see you, bitches. I thought they were going swift there, but out of Georgia. But, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's a great pick. Yeah, Hilaire's good. I mean, it's plus they get the fifth year option on him, and he's just fun. He's a oh, fun yeah. kid. Like, he's five foot seven. Yeah, he's it's yeah. special. It's gonna it's be like Sprolzy. You put him on that offense. Yeah. He's 5'7", 207, though. Yeah, he's so, Sprolesian. Yeah, but Sproles wasn't 207. No, but, I mean... But, yeah. He's little and thick and quick and... And super quick and yeah. real good at football. Um, all right, so that was the first round. It was fine. Um, N- nothing really amazing. Yeah, it was It was pretty... It was kind of a boring draft um, up until that point. But we're at minute 50, so let's pause. We'll go get... Some, some ice, ice and do we'll go get two more glasses. We'll get some ice and we'll try the Jane, Nate, yeah. and on the rock. And <laughs> that is the sound of a Johnny Walker scotch. Jane, Jane Walker scotch. I'm sorry, from Johnny Walker. Uh, so Jane Walker by Johnny Walker blended malt scotch whiskey, an original blend aged ten years from master blender Emma Walker. So it's a limited edition bottle. It's got a female version of the Johnny Walker logo. Uh, so you got Jane Walker. It is a nice blend. I'm going to pour us a little taster in the neat glasses. Just a, <clears throat> just a little. There you go. And so before we get into the second round and beyond, I'm going to do a little taste test of this. These glasses scare the shit out of me. You know Why? that. They just don't throw it against the wall. Well, don't throw any glass against the wall. Yeah. What are you getting on this? What are you getting on the nose there? It's sweet. Mm-hmm. You definitely get. I'm not going to say caramel because that's just too easy. But like fruit, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely. It, it's not smoky. No, there's no... There's no I think smoke. You, I think you had mentioned this earlier. You're like, they basically told anyone who made whisk scotch in Scotland, if you would, if anyone has smoked anything Near in this. the vicinity of this, we can't use we it. We don't want your blend. Where We don't want that. We don't want that malt. And they're like, okay. Okay, so take all the stuff from the islands and your goddamn peat fires... And you I want fucking you fucking weirdos. Would you take it back away? Because they just do it because it's we don't have anything else. Mm-hmm. You you burn the dirt, man. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. Mm. God so, damn. It is. Oh, it's a late heat. It's got like that. It's got mm. like that good oaky. It's got like. It's not caramel. It's not a su- caramel. It's sweet. not sweet. No, like it's a, a rich. It's a richness, like a late top, like a toffee, maybe a berries and oak and. <clears throat> I'm gonna pull up a thing right now, but see if you can get. Uh... There is no like if you are a scotch drinker, and you like blends and stuff, but you don't like smoky. Well, you, sh- you should always have a blend in your collection. Um, this has zero smoke to it. No, this is great. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite, quite lovely, actually. Jane Walker, 2020. Special edition, Walk with Jane. Let's look at, do we have... Come on, we have to have it. Where is he? I need to find my drink hacker. Drake. 
Captain Kirker review. I don't know if he's on it. I got Flaviar. And then again, yeah, then it starts going into the black label. I don't have a drink hacker. Jane Walker whiskey. I'm gonna be See, real. You know what pisses whiskey me wash, off? Whiskey wash, reserve bar, entrepreneur. Is November sixth of twenty nineteen. <laughs> Do you know where the drink hacker was? No. Whiskey Fest, San Francisco. As a he was giving his tasting report. Okay. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, I'm just going to go to... Ooh. That's a harsh one from uh, whiskey re- whiskeyreviewer.com. I'll go to distiller.com. Hello, <clears throat> and, Jane Walker. And Drizzly. A scotch brand that wants to draw more women to drink scotch. You mean expand your... Customer base? Yeah, right? Yeah, that's good. That's what you want. Plus, they're donating some of this money to women's... Yeah, the, the guy, whoever the, is that is, he's a, he's a dick bag. That's who that is. Uh, no, this is just selling. I want a review, you son of a bitch. I'm not finding a lot of... Reviews here. You went to the whiskey wash? I'm looking at a different one. Oh my god. So they they're donating a dollar from every bottle sold to women's rights organization. Good. Um hundred and fifty thousand to the Susan B. Anthony statue fund. I guess they're building their statue in Central Park. Oh, like these. This is just so. And this is written by Emma Briones, so it's not a dude. Everything I'm reading about it is saying it's shit, it's bullshit, and they. I can't believe Johnny Walker's trying to pull this. Yeah, but then you look at like the star ratings, and it's like four point six out of five, four point seven out of five. Does the whiskey industry need a Jane Walker? I think so. The intention was basically good in that whoever that is decided not to to bet on a lighter and softer flavor. Nice. The company even chose to not use the pink color for the labeling. Really nice. But does the picture of a woman in the bottle draw more women into buying the product? If that was the case, maybe the one one of the world's best-selling scotch whiskeys would be Cardu, whose logo shows a woman raising a flag. But it it is not. In fact, the world's best-selling Scotch whiskey is indeed Johnny Walker. That's you're not making any kind of point there. Hmm. I think the I think the bottle and the the logo looks fucking cool. Yeah, I think it looks cool as shit. Um. So you get like it's strong but smooth. It warms up deliciously as it rolls down the throat, hits the tongue with a warm woodsy flavor but mellows into a sweeter flavor after about 45 seconds. It's a very nice flavor and must have the cold winters and a must have the cold winters here by the Canadian border from person in Buffalo. This person says the drink is strong. It's really not. Um, 
I only drank it because we were celebrating Thanksgiving, and this is the drink my dad had. <laughs> That's great. Hold on. I have a review. Yeah. I love this scotch and really enjoyed it myself while I was drinking it. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Mm. I don't think they're drinking scotch right because... You it, know who, like, so I'm looking at this... What site is this? In, it, Influencer. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. But so far, the first... So, reviewer, woman, 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 woman. Hey, is this bringing more women? Yeah, <laughs> I think it is. Guys? Hey, guess what it is? It is. And they kind of like it. It's four out of five, five I'm out of five, five out of five, five out of five. Just going to give you a tip off, though. It was best for me straight with a chaser. You're not drinking it right, ladies. <laughs> Ooh, here's a good one for you, Drew. This is such a good whiskey. Add a little coconut water and lime, and you'll have a refreshing summer drink. You're not doing it right. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. I wish I could. I, I want to be on board with you here. Okay, so here this is a good, like, all right. This is, a, this is some smooth whiskey. I love to pour it over an ice ball and sip on it. The packaging is great, and the bottle looks nice over my bar. Okay. Yeah. It's smooth, but does leave a weird aftertaste if you don't drink it with something sweet. <laughs> okay, the these people, <laughs> Jamey. Uh, All right. Well, our review on this is that I think it's fucking good. Go get it. It's, it's fine. a good blend. It's welcome at my bar. Yeah, it's a good blend. It tastes good in my mouth area. And as it goes down in my throat and into my tum-tums, yep. I like it. I like the things that it does to my body. It's so good for me. So kudos, Jane Walker. Cheers. Good job, Jane. Emma Walker, Emma. I guess, is the master blender. Mm-hmm. It's solid. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't, I don't care that it's a... It's got that nice, oaky, scotchy flavor. I like that it doesn't have any fucking smoke to it. Yeah, it doesn't like like Johnny Walker Black has. You get it. You get that tinge of smoke, mm-hmm. and it's clear that she was like, which is fine. I don't want it. Some people don't like it. I'm totally happy. I'm in. All right, so let's start with round two before we throw this thing on ice and see what it's like. Um, we're just going to go through the round two and beyond a little quicker now. Um, I found a Johnny Walker <clears throat> that I want to try. Yeah, Ghost and Rare. Ooh. How much? It's more expensive than blue. Ooh. Yeah, I've been looking at like all the rare, like on websites and stuff, like some rare whiskeys that and special editions and shit that I was like, ah, I want to try that. We're, 450 bucks. We're probably looking at about 300, 350. Special occasion boost. Which is, I mean, uh, to me, Johnny Walker Blue is a special. Yeah. I mean, it's 200 bucks. Yeah. We've, we've imbibed. Yeah. But it's not a regular thing. I would like to try it, but it would have to be something good had to happen. Yeah. Right. The Saints and the Eagles play in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and both of them win. Which is impossible, <laughs> Which but okay. Is impossible. But that's what I could see. Like, yeah. yeah. We're going to drink like a... they both make the NFC Championship. We're like, we're going to get a bottle of that shit, and we're going to watch this game. And drink and that drunk. bottle. <laughs> One of us is going to be sad and drunk, and the other one's going to be happy, happy and, and drunk. drunk. And that's fine. <laughs> but it's going to be really It's going to be a fun time. Hmm. Yeah, I would like to try that, though. I really like it. So it's basically it's ghost distiller. It's it's 
irreplaceable whiskeys from ghost distilleries that have already closed. Oh. So they've long closed. Johnny Walker bought their inventory, mm. has been tasting them. Sure. And, and found, okay, this one's great. This one's great. We'll hold on to it, hold on to it, hold on to it. That's cool. And then they started blending it with some of theirs. So you get, and I, okay, I have a question for I'm you. In. Have we talked about the infinity bottle? I don't think so. Do you know what an infinity bottle is? Is it like a figure eight on the side? No. So you take, say you're down to your last ounce and a half of scotch. Mm -hmm. And then you've got another bottle that's got an ounce, another scotch that's an ounce and a half. Mm -hmm. And then you've got another bottle that's maybe an ounce. Mm -hmm. You mix them. Mm -hmm. And you create four ounces total. Sure. You've created an infinity bottle. You've created something from nothing at never ending. So you just constantly are adding to your infinity bottle. You're not mixing bourbons and scotch or anything. You're mixing scotches or bourbons. So I've been doing some reading about it. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Yeah. I'm not opposed to doing it. It's almost like cooking with cast iron. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, but you, you don't know what spices are on this motherfucker anymore, man. It's but, been like, but at some years. point, that cast, no matter what you put in that pan, is good. Yeah, true. So, and it's called the Infinity Bottle. Interesting. And during these sequestered times, I've, I mean, it's not a horrible idea. No. You can't mix like vodka and gin and bourbon, right? Because you know you're not making not a fucking yeah, yeah. You're not you're not you're not in college anymore. You're no. mi- mixing scotches. You're mixing bourbons. You're mixing you know just sure. just you're keeping everything in the family. No, it'd, be, it'd be a fun idea to get like a really nice bottle that like decanter. That yeah, you could, and like, that's what you're supposed to do. And then you make your own infinity bottle, right? And I mean, I thought you'd like the infinity name because infinity gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All so right. yeah, but I thought that's kind of cool. I just That is. No, I had not really looked into those before. That's kind of a neat idea. All right, you want to go into this? Yeah. All right, so round 2 who stands you just, out uh, to you. Cole Kemet. Kemet. Yeah. Tight end out of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, good pick. Um not to that team. No. Who, they have 10. <laughs> they have tight all ends. the tight ends. Um it's um, like I think the Antoine Winfield Jr. to Minnesota was I mean a legacy pick I guess sure his dad all pro you I know? liked Xavier McKinney McKinney to the Giants I mean I don't want him to go play for the Giants but he's he shouldn't have lasted that long I think the Chase and I know I'm a Notre Dame homer but the Chase Claypool to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers I love that that kid is a beast man well that kid has he wants to you be. know what the Steelers are really good at picking. Receivers. Receivers. So yeah, they they did a good job. Uh Jalen Hurts to the Eagles. I like it. Yeah, you you were a fan of that pick. He's not he's even though he is now your Don't say it. He's your version you, of Taysom Hill. I've explained why I don't like that. Yeah. But he is that's literally Peterson came out and like literally said I know, but you like, understand why I who, don't like Taysom Hill in that aspect because he's white. Well, I do believe Jalen Hurts is more athletic. <laughs> But <laughs> is that your is that kind of like code for something? Drew? No, Steve. <laughs> he, I think he's a more athletic version of Taysom Hill. Um, but I, I want to see them in a foot race. <laughs> okay, my money's on the hammer. Is it? Yes, mine isn't. Mine is never. <laughs> Let's. I'm gonna look, look at forty times. Go ahead, Go ahead, but you're not getting a solid one. 
No, no, Hertz is, I like it. I like, we need that aspect. The thing I don't like about the hammer. Hammer is, Moroni. Is that he takes snaps away from my fantasy quarterback every year. I know. Drew Brees. And that sucks. Because he's always rushing, so he's getting points every fucking time. All right, who do you think, who do you think, where the Taysom four? Hill. Taysom Hill, 40 yard, 4.44. Jalen Hurts. 5'1. 4.59. Okay. Still. Oh, still. He's got still some, fast, though. He's got some cook. He's got some cook. You know how old Taysom Hill is? 38. <laughs> he went on a no, mission. He did. He's 29. Yeah, he's not young. No. He's not your future <laughs> quarterback by any means. No. I, I like when people are like, hey, he's only been in a couple years. Yeah. He's yeah, been around like for four a while. years in the wilds of Africa or something, yeah, wherever he went. He's been around for a while. Um, all right. So I like Dobbins. I like J.K. Dobbins to the Ravens. I mean, not that the Ravens needed any more fucking help. Yeah. But Dobbins is really good. Yeah, he's pretty good. And, um, anyone else in a round two? Uh, let's see. Got a Boise State player, uh, offensive lineman. Uh, Good job. Good um, job by you. Let's see. Round three. Not really anything in two. Uh, I liked, I mean, the Saints traded up to get Zach Bond out of Wisconsin to outside line. They needed mm-hmm. linebacker Yeah, help. they did need linebacker and Zach Bond is kind of a fun player. I looked into him. I didn't know a lot about him. I just knew his grade and name. Well, and then let's talk about pick 16 and 17 in the third round. Okay. Uh, receiver, receiver to the Raiders. Yeah. So at pick 16, they go 80 overall. They go Lynn Bowden Jr. out of Kentucky, wide receiver. They trade this pick with Chicago, with Chicago to then draft Brian Edwards, receiver mm-hmm. out of South Carolina. Who's a good receiver. So, I mean, there's a lot of good receivers in this draft, but. It's like. So they've taken three receivers. Yep. So far. Defense. And that's. That's it? That's it. And they had a lot of picks. They have another pick in this round. I mean. Yeah. It's. Um, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, but nothing that the Raiders ever do. I'm trying, trying to see if there's anyone else that really stands out to me. That coming back on you? Do you have dinner? Uh yeah, like at five. Okay. Yeah, round three. Uh, we end up getting uh Adam Troutman. The Saints got Adam Troutman at pick forty one, second to last pick. He's actually pretty good. He's a good tight end. He's big. Yeah, good tight end. Big fella. It's kid out of Dayton, good, right? Yeah. Good good blocker. I like that. Willing blocker. Willing good and he's, willing. He's called blocker. a willing. All right. Uh, round four. Round anyone? four. Uh Jace, Jacob Beeson went finally. Yeah, I'm surprised because that is the he, weirdness of quarterbacks. Like you thought someone would take a flyer on him earlier. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised he slipped this far. Yeah, but but he went to the Colts. He can learn behind Philip Rivers for as long as maybe a year or two. I oh. mean, I'm surprised. Okay, so there's a pick. A Miami picked a Miami player, obviously mm-hmm. D- DJ D- Dallas. I'm and it sounds shitty, but I'm surprised the Cowboys didn't draft this kid because he isn't the name as Dallas. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't wouldn't surprise me. Just because oh, it's the fourth. Who fucking cares? 
Uh, Dallas got that uh, kid from Tyler Bidai, the center. Yeah. <laughs> he's a center. He's a center. He's pretty good. Traded with the Eagles. He's a, he's a big fella. Yeah. That was a rare trade between the Eagles and the Cowboys for that. Big fella. But, uh, you know, draft, when your offensive line is, is strong, it helps to draft more linemen. A, you're deeper. Your guys can take a snap off here and there, and you're building for the future. So that was, I mean, good pick by them, actually. Mm-hmm. And I, God, I just don't want Dallas to be good. I hate it. Uh, I'm on round five. Let me go like up. you start getting into some. Thin, well, there's there's one pick here. Some uh, thin air. The Chicago drafted Darnell Mooney mm-hmm. out of Tulane, five ten one six one seventy six. He didn't have a rating. He wasn't rated. All right. That's doesn't. <laughs> Maybe he just started playing football. I, I, I mean, <laughs> like who is out of Tulane? What? Who? Who? What? Mooney? Uh, yeah, I, I did not watch the late, the last. You didn't watch any couple of rounds. This, so today, in the sixth, so. Uh, the Browns did pick up Donovan Peoples Jones, who a wide receiver out of uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. twenty-one overall rank. Right. Yep. This guy is a player. He's good. You like him? I've well, I've I've saw, I've watched him play for the last four fucking years. Notre Dame, Michigan. No, that's true. It, he's fucking good. Hey, the Bills. They took Tyler Bass. Yeah, place they kicker. They did best kicker in the draft. Yeah, actually, <laughs> out of Georgia Southern. Because um, you know what they're going to be doing? Kicking uh, field goals. You know what they said <laughs> though? <laughs> you know what's funny? They uh, came out and said. Uh, He's a small kicker. <laughs> yeah. Jake Lutton went right after him. 5'11", 185. A little, he little, just small, a little bit. Smaller than me. Well, yeah. Hey. Uh, Eagles at uh, Quez pick Watkins. 200, Quez Watkins. Not upset with that pick. I like this kid, the Prince Tega. No, Wanda you know Kuchel. what? Quez is probably going to beat out your first round pick for a fucking spot on the team. Yeah, no, my first round pick is going to be on the team for three years. Don't worry. <laughs> we will make it work. This kid Even will if it's probably not. end up starting for us sooner rather than later. He's 6'5", 308, dude. I, for, look, you, can't, you, can, you can never go wrong with first round picks unless you pick guys that are wussies. Yeah, true. So. All right, I'm going to go Jane Walker on the rock here. And then the... Uh, a nice ice ball. Then the Colts, Bloosh. after that pick of the Eagles, traded and picked up the next three picks. Oh, yeah. Um, you've also got, you got to move here in the latter rounds. This is round six. You had Green Bay mm-hmm. back-to-back. They went uh, picks 29-30. Pick they went center out of Oregon, tackle, tackle out of uh, Indiana. So they're, hey, you know, that's helpful for Aaron Rodgers, but maybe Is not. It? Maybe not drafting a fucking quarterback in the first round. In the first round, <laughs> you dicks. Uh, but then Colts went cornerback, wide receiver, inside linebacker. So spread that fucking yeah. And they're picking gun. guys that they hope will yeah, work will out, pan out. Sure, they might end up on the practice squad for a year or two. So but if they the Marcus Bailey pick by the Bengals, right? Mm-hmm. In the seventh. Mm-hmm. He's the fifth ranked inside linebacker in the draft. I mean, mind you, not a 
Overall 131. Yeah. And he's pot coming in at 215. Yeah. That's value. That's value right there. Well, see, and at this point in the draft, a lot of people are just looking at their draft board and being like, who is our favorite that's still available? Yeah. Like, what are like, we going to do? Even a if shot? it's not necessarily a need. This guy's getting $24,000 as a signing bonus. He's coming in cheap. Uh, who is Mr. Irrelevant this year? Tay Crowder out of Georgia. Inside linebacker. No grade. Good size. Move from running. This is the description. Did you read that? Uh Uh-uh. Crowder has good size and length. He moved from running to linebacker midway through the 2016 season. So running back? He moved from running. (laughs) He was a a runner? He was running by the stadium. We grabbed him and brought him in. Wow. Uh, So is it... It's not Navy that has just like a full-blown... It is Navy that has like just the... Crazy run scheme. Right? Yeah. 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 Or Navy Army. runs. Is it? Navy and Air Force both run. Oh, Air Force. That's the other one. Um, so the Dolphins picked up Malcolm Perry, wide receiver out of Navy. Wasn't Navy the one that we saw? Like they had like five pass attempts. Yeah. In one game. No, Why he was the quarterback. He was the quarterback at Navy. Malcolm Perry? Yeah. Yeah, five foot nine. Oh, he will have to move from quarterback to receiver or running back. You don't have a five foot nine quarterback. And didn't test well at the combine. (laughs) No, he didn't. Interesting. But he rushed more. But he's also a Navy man, so he he ran for more than two thousand yards. He's at least listen. He's at least uh, prepared to be in like a system and listen to rules and no. And he'll you know he's got a high he's a high caliber cat. Yeah, no, he's a yeah he's gonna go. All right. Well, so that was the 2020 draft. It was all done virtually. There's, there's, Which know, is weird. W- it was odd, but it was interesting the way that they did it. They, you know, they had Roger Goodell down in his fucking basement getting drunk as fuck. He was like, a, so if you were watching the draft coverage, that dude at some points was just laying back in his lounger, just like kicked his feet up. Yeah, the pick ooh, is uh... like holding the the draft card on his belly, like his reading is like in the pick. I make fifty million dollars a year. Buffalo, the twenty-first pick overall pick in the first the first round. Like <laughs> he was riding the struggle bus later on in the yeah. draft. It was fun. Hey, but Tennessee did draft a Hawaii quarterback. Well, that's good. Cole McDonald had a farm, <laughs> which he's going to help pay for with this. Um, so overall, it was. It was a draft. It was uh, interesting. I think the non-in-person nature of it, where people aren't in their war rooms, they're not hanging out and like yelling at everybody, and then like all of a sudden they have 30 seconds left to turn in a pick and frantically choosing. It made it more, more chalky than a lot of drafts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was fine. Not a lot of big surprises. No. Um, overall, I'm pretty happy with my team's draft. I'm okay with mine. I don't like our first round pick, but whatever. Yeah. God damn, I still like it. It's a oh, you like you did the IPA? Yep. The Jameson uh, castmates. Yeah, Drew went and got his the little IPA edition. bottle of Jameson. Yeah, wow. and I'm drinking Jane Walker on the rock. And is it good? You know what? Tastes fucking good. Yeah, it's good. It's a good scotch. Fucking haters, like just because there's a woman on the bottle, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, dickhead. I like that. That's good. It's good. Obviously, it's a little bit more diluted. It's a little 
It's obviously more smoother. doesn't have quite the same burn as one would expect when it gets watered down a touch. It's oaky. It's sweet. It's definitely got like a berry feel to it. But yeah, I, I think it's if it's a good blended scotch, I think you should, if you're interested, I think you should buy it and give it a go. Like if you're not into smokiness and you don't want to try a Highlands specifically, like you don't want to try a single malt, you want to try a blend, give it a whirl. Like Johnny Walker Black is a little more smoky than this. It's yeah. got some smoke to it. It definitely this has some smoke. Almost has none, and it tastes really good because I don't really like smoky scotches. No, so because they're not good. Give it, a, give it a shot. Uh, what, what do you got? You want? You have any news stuff you want to talk about? You I want to talk a, about injecting disinfectant into your body. I got a story. You want to vaporize? Put bleach in your vaporizer and your humidifier, or that doesn't do any good, Steve. Oh, it doesn't? No. I thought if you just got it in there. And gave those lungs a good cleaning. Just kill that, kill that virus. I got a Florida story, if you want to hear it. <clears throat> I love Florida stories. <laughs> we don't get very many of them. No, we haven't really looked. I mean, we don't... Oh, God damn it. I got I to back out of something. Oh, Christ. Okay. Florida man attacks roommate who woke him up for breakfast. All right. So he was really drunk, really fucked up on meth. A man got so angry when his roommate woke him up to let him know breakfast was ready that he slammed the victim to the ground, (laughs) according to Valusa County, the the Valusa County Sheriff's Office. Do you have like Cajun strength? (laughs) Deputies say Clay Walters was sleeping in bed shortly before 5 a.m. Thursday when his roommate knocked on the door to let him know he made breakfast and it was ready. Walters, upset about being woke up, emerged from his room angry, yelled at his roommate, grabbed the man, threw him on the kitchen floor, and continued hitting him. (laughs) After the attack, Walters went back to his room until law enforcement arrived. (laughs) Records show the victim had cuts and bruises on his arm, and there were two, two droplets of blood on the kitchen floor. Deputies said Walters was calm but upset about the fight and admitted to knocking the hat off his roommate. Roommate's head, but denied attacking, attacking the man. A third roommate heard the argument and a loud thud, but didn't see the fight. Walters <laughs> was arrested on a charge of aggravated aggravated battery with special... So we're going to do the guess the AG here. Okay. How old... Well, let's start with this one. How old was the roommate the, that was attacked? Brec- the breakfast cooker. Yeah. Um, fuck, do we have a picture or anything? Do I get a picture? Or yeah, I can't. Work? Okay. God, it seems like this would, this person is just like a sad little vagina person. Like, I shouldn't say, but like, that's denigrating to women. and uh, but, uh, um, It seems like a weenie. Is that better? That got okay. This is the guy who the victim, the person who's yeah, like you're, you're gonna call the cops. You woke a dude up at five o'clock in the morning because you fucking made breakfast. What do you want a fucking cookie? So the attacker, we're get, are we guessing the age of the attacker? Or sorry, I'm trying no, to do this. Is the attacky the the person who got attacked? The breakfast maker is thirty catch foot four. The person who was attacked. 69. Oh, no! 
Is this a halfway house? Hold on. So think about that. Is this a work? So there are three roommates three in this house. And one of them is 69. 69. The attacker. 58. 58. Clay Walters. Close. 62 years old. Oh, my God. It's just old people. It's old people. Just pissed. Just pissed. What? Yeah, that's real. <laughs> See, I was like, I was leaning toward. I thought yeah, like, for a second, like, oh, maybe this is a bunch of old people. Then I was like, no, maybe this is just a bunch of like middle aged fucking losers. Yep, that are like, fuck you for waking me up. Yeah, no, just a bunch of oldies, huh? Yep, a bunch of old motherfuckers. Damn. So I sent a story in. Oh yeah, let me pull up the email here. This is just amazing. I did not know this. Um. God damn, fucking Florida. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, citizen Whiskey. Uh, if you would like to send us emails, you can find us at citizenwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. You can find me, Citizen Whiskey Steve, at gmail.com. And you can find Drew, Citizen Whiskey Drew, at gmail.com. Yeah, you can. Uh, this is the baseball one? Yeah. Which one? Um, Kirchin? Yeah, there's. You sent in three. We have well, the the Pope, the Pope. we have Kirkjen, and uh, the we Pope have... one I just love because he called Scotch whiskey the real holy water. Yeah, as much it's... as you don't like the religion and all that, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, jokes that Scotch whiskey is the real holy water. He got censured for that by the Vatican. Fuck them. Do you want the Kirkjen one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Tim, well, hold on. There's just there's Tim Kirkjen's baseball fix. Yeah, it's a baseball history one. The greatest numbers from 1 to 55 in baseball history. You want that one? Yeah, hold on. I want to... There's a number in here. Well, it's it's one that caught my eye, and I'm going to try to find... I, I, the, the second story is really what it's about. And then you have the first one. You have Joe Bauman. Joe Bauman. That's the one. This is the greatest professional baseball season in history. Okay, okay. so Joe Bauman. This is from Baseball Reference. Dot com. In 1954. Okay, playing, again, this is bats left, throws left, 6'4", six, 235. So big fella. He's a big boot dude. 6'4", um, 235, born 1922, mm-hmm. died 2005. Okay. Good this is his. This is his stat line. Okay. He hit 400 with 72 homers and 224 RBIs. That ain't bad. I I saw that and I about shit my pants. I was like, I started looking it up and I was like, this. So I, he hit four hundred on base percentage of five thirty five, which means he was on base half the time, fifty three percent of the time. He went up to bat. Yeah, he walked up to bat and half the time he was like, get, gets on base. Uh, Nine sixteen slugging percentage. 72 um, home runs. 456 total bases. To put that in reference. Walks. The, he had 150 walks. Yeah. Fuck. So the two years previous to his 72 homer outburst, he hit 53 homers and 50. And 50. In he year. had 337 minor league home runs. The year after, he hit 46. Yeah. And then he hit 17 at age 34 and quit. After batting <laughs> 287. He's like, yeah, I'm kidding. Damn. I guess I ain't making it. That's a big dude, too. 
Yeah, no, that stat line is amazing. Well, he played, so he must have gone to the majors or worked at a car dealership or something because he played from 19 and then played a couple spots as a 19-year-old. So 1941 to 1946, there was a war. Oh, true. So he was in the war. And then probably the same. And the same in the next. He He was in the Korean War. 48 to 52. And then came back and was like, I'm going to get goddamn to play baseball. So he came back at age 32 and hit 72 homers with 200. And that's just one of those stories that's like, holy shit. That's amazing. Well, he came back. So he presumably comes back from Korea mm-hmm. and bangs out 50. Yeah. Hits 375, 50 home runs. Three. <laughs> and, he's like, and people are like, God damn, like he's pretty good. And then he comes back the next season. And goes 371 with 53 home mm-hmm. runs, 141 RBIs. And then the following season just really figures it out, 472. The one thing I could think when I was reading his stat lines, I was like, hey, how come nobody else picked up on him? <laughs> <laughs> this guy hits a ton. <laughs> wow. With the fastballs. Throwing some curveballs. Was he on... Kirkjian's list or something? Yeah, it was just it was talking about one of the best like like it's just the weird facts, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he has like twenty three Ryan Sandberg, nine Gold Gloves, two hundred eighty two home runs or two hundred eighty two yeah homers. Uh, Mike Trout, three MVPs already. <laughs> so this guy, so when he hit his home runs, Bauman would earn what he called fence money. Fans would pass him money through the chain link fence but behind home plate. I bought a new car and made a down payment on a house that season. Is there like a fucking book about this dude? There should be. Or a movie? There should be. Isn't that crazy? What? I mean I wanna look I wanna I, I I was like, holy fuck, that's what was his name? Uh Joe Bauman. Joe Bauman. B A U M A N. Pretty interesting fella, sounds like. Yeah. But yeah, I bought a new car and put a down payment on a house hmm. after that season. That's fucking yeah, awesome. As you should. Because if you did that into the major leagues, you'd own the major leagues. Yeah. Oh. You'd be like, oh, Jesus. you're the best. You just can have it, I guess. Wow. That's that's quite rad. Yeah. All right. We're about an hour and a half in. Okay. Good. You got, you got anything, anything else? else? Whoa. Hey, Jinx. Buy me a Coke. Uh, so hey, we're still we're... in the middle of global pandemic. Uh, oh, let's do a rundown of the numbers <laughs> real quick. Since I look every day, Florida man accused of beating his cellmate who asked for a courtesy flush to help with the smell. Victim's ribs and nose were broken. Fantastic. So, oh, um, uh, dude, global cases, coronavirus okay. right now, official, officially monitored like cases, not. Happened before, and then they recovered. But like this is like since the pandemic started, how many? Right now? Yep. 2.3. 2.9. I'm fucking close. Deaths? I, I don't know. 203,000. Okay. Globally. Since this all began in late January. Um, how many cases do the United States have of those 2.9 million? Oh, 1.2? We have 960,000. Damn it. I'm going to get it. I'm gonna get we it. are the next closest country, official reported COVID cases, Spain, with 223. We have 960. Yeah. Hey, let's um, reopen. Yeah. We're good. You guys were um, good. 
It's good. We're Total good. deaths in the United States currently at 54,000. And climbing every fucking day. Yeah. I will just show you the two charts. This is what they look like. Yeah, so we haven't crushed the curve since this started. We're still I, going I'm up. showing Drew the two charts, uh, total cases and total deaths. No, nothing there goes down. It's a line that's going up at about a 50-degree angle. Unless you turn around and face the other way, yeah. then it's going down. But uh, one of the ladies I work with, her nephew, is in a medically induced coma at the moment. In, in the band. Oh, really? Yeah. God damn it. Here in Idaho. Yeah. That's... If you... 19 years old. If you healthy. tell me it's like the fucking flu, fuck you. Was going to walk on at a college here in Idaho to play football. There was a kid in... Like a kid in Jersey... Like a kid kid, like a four-year-old in Jersey who got it and died. Yep. yep. Like, it's, it's not, not like the, the flu. fucking flu. Shut the fuck up. You don't... And it's not, you can't compare it to swimming pool deaths and cancer and all this other shit, like all these morons, like, like Giuliani. Rudy, fuck you. Well, then about, we should track everything. We should track cancer patients, we too. We like, do. We do. You but dipshit. You, I don't walk to the store with cancer and give it give to Give it to somebody else. No, never happened. You fucking Has moron. never happened, ever. Ever. In the history He's of time. He's just old and should die. And I mean that with all yeah. sincerity. Fuck you, Rudy. America's mayor. Suck my dick, you Not fucking anymore. asshole. You haven't been since 2011. Or 2001, yeah. 2001, and shortly into 2002. Because you acted properly. Because you acted like at, a human being. In a being moment. When you were supposed to act like a human being. But now you're really, really super rich, and you're an asshole. And now you're supposed to act like a human being, and you're acting like a fucking dickwad. Yep. So, like, this is the moment when... You all of us should really be thinking about like, hey, we need to take care of each other. Like lawmakers should be doing our best to benefit as many citizens as possible. So do that. This isn't about helping the rich people out. This isn't about making sure that, you know, it's not a lefty right right thing. Like whatever the left's goals are. Um, But this definitely shouldn't be time to bail out companies like mitch mcconnell he'll bail out fucking airlines and cruise ships and hotel chains but he won't bail out a state if they go bankrupt nope let him go bankrupt what the holy fuck you motherfucking mitch mcconnell is a pure i don't i don't he's just a terrible terrible person he's a bad person all right. Well, that being said, this has been Citizen Whiskey Podcast. We had Jane Walker by Johnny Walker Scotch. And we had Glenn Fittich. And we had Drew was over there drinking some Jameson, Jameson IPA Caskmates. Oh, edition. and it's good. And I enjoy it. Good job. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you would like to reach out to us again, we are Citizen Whiskey Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Citizen Whiskey at Citizen Whiskey, right? Yep. That's it? Yep. At Citizen Whiskey on Twitter. You can find us both on Twitter at Steve underscore Whiskey and Drew underscore Whiskey if you want to find us individually. Uh, reach out. Tell a friend. Download. Don't listen. Get us the numbers. It's all we want. We're here for ourselves anyway. Yeah. It's all we care about. And thanks for drinking with us. Yeah. Drink it. Thanks for drinking. Thanks with us. 
Drink in things with cheers. Cheers. Oh. We gotta eat. <laughs>